forgot to do a super bowl special oh uh, yeah we did yeah we're, and we're even recording day of aren't we're, we yeah. we're recording that we're coming to you live from super bowl sunday but you're hearing it about a week and a half later uh hey so no time for funny biz we got a real pack show today okay go go I mean, yeah yeah we have to go i don't know what you've brought but i can confirm just from my end so let's cut right to an intro segment that i would very much like to do today Oh, baby, baby, that's not what I announcement. Oh, right. You told me that it was yeah. going to be about announcements. We're going to, I have an announcement. I thought maybe you could go first. If you have an announcement you would like to bring to the show, something big, something special from your personal life, you're from your pee, from your pee biz. From, from my pee biz. Shit. I was going to think of something. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it really, you should, re- if you have an announcement worth bringing, it should probably be right on your cuff. And if not, I literally, you told me about this yesterday, and I thought, oh, gosh, I'm going to think of something. I didn't do it. That's my announcement. I didn't do it. I forgot. An announcement of a lack of... I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Um, I apologize. Cool. I've got an announcement, if you want to hear that. I, I would love to hear it more than anything in this world, because you actually prepared for your segment. I did. Sort of. So, uh, my announcement is that I... Over the past two weeks, roughly, have listened to the entirety of uh, Nickelback's discography <laughs> in in release order. That's right. I listened to all nine Nickelback Studio LPs in release order. And with that, I will open the floor to some quick questions because we only have about a minute to discuss it. How was it? Bad. Start to finish or were there good parts? Um damning with faint praise genuinely and i'm not fucking around the last two songs on their most recent album borderline listenable everything else completely unlistenable garbage what are you gonna say to people who call you a pretentious bastard for not liking nickelback i think i think most of us are on the same page i did it because nickelback is like a go-to joke about bad music and i thought you know what time to put money where my mouth is and let's find out like let's find out maybe there's some stuff in there that's not so bad Okay, last question. Yeah. How does your mouth feel? What do you mean? Because you said it's time to put money where my mouth is. Oh. So it's been two weeks. How's your mouth feel, bud? Uh, bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, it was a dumb fuck thing to do. Uh-huh. I'm pretty. I'm pretty mess. I'm pretty mad at myself. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any okay. other questions? Or no, that no? was my last question. Any thoughts about? No. Every time. I asked you about the fact that our Spotify, our shared Spotify account that I pay yeah. for was cluttered up with all this Nickelback content. You turned over, turned to your opposite shoulder, whichever opposite shoulder, and just laughed so silently that your body vibrated instead of making sound and refused to talk about it. And when I called yeah. you out in front of a, a jury of your peers. Including you, one genuine Nickelback fan in- who I respect and like. Yeah, including one genuine Nickelback friend, 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 friend. Yeah, and yeah. 
You, um, I couldn't see you at the time, but I'm pretty sure you did the exact same thing. <laughs> so, like, f- as far as I'm concerned, it, we've played it out. And now it's up to Twitter. So. I don't recommend it. Okay. One out of ten in this okay. review show. N- okay. Listening to Nickelback's entire discography in two weeks, one out of ten. Not, okay. not a good time. I'd give it zero if I could. Well, I'm I'm so glad that you said that because this is a reviews show. Yeah, uh, you're listening to everyone's a critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess, and I'm a big rock star. Gotta <laughs> drink all the beer I fucking want. Gotta drive the fast cars all down the block. <laughs> and what I like, like Chad Kruger's just a hard hitting lyricist. Um, Chad Kruger. Chad Kruger. <laughs> Has, oh, a, no. has a couple of, hang on, Chad Kruger's got songs that fall into two categories. A, songs about weed that are written like someone who's never seen a bag of weed in their life. <laughs> songs about weed written by someone who could make a guess as to what a blunt is, but isn't sure. <laughs> uh, two, songs that are pretty openly misogynistic. So pick your poison with Nickelback, truly. Truly, you're picking, you're picking one okay. or two. I do have one more question, sure, then. Sure, yeah. Which one is Photograph? <laughs> <laughs> photograph. Okay, fine. Three things. The third one, songs that are designed to make money. And boy, are they boy, good. Boy, do they make money. Boy, do they pull in the fucking Ooh, pounds. Okay. Um, on this show, we search the internet for the wackiest, zaniest, wildest things people have to say about just about everything. And we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to a world with Nickelback in it. <laughs> Inexplicably. <laughs> but the thing I'm proud of now is that now I can make fun of them from experience. Like, I did it. I walked 100,000 miles. And I'll walk 10,000 more. So anyway, I, I brought reviews to the review show. Yeah, me too. What'd you do? Me What'd too. You, okay. Are you I'm going gonna, first, right? I am going first. Okay. Um, and I'm very excited. So I need you to give us a little sneak peek. We have a... We have a um, well, I had Super Bowl on the brain this week, babe. So we're doing, uh, we're doing a recipe show. And not just a recipe show. We're doing recipes for men on all recipes. Because where is the gender binary alive and well? A lot of places, but especially on all recipes. Well, that's really exciting. Given that we are recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, what I'm going to say is that my topic, like the Super Bowl, is long awaited. Mm. My topic is Super Bowl adjacent in that it is things you should do instead of watching the Super Bowl. Advice Um, that's coming far too late. Far too late. Should have done this, huh? If you could have your time back. Um, (laughs) So I I think that it's time. Mm. We as a podcast have gone to the Pious Parents Museum of Moving Pictures. We've talked about films before. We've read what parents think about things that are inside of movies. But it's time in my new segment, Mm -hmm. Lumiere's Laments. Lumiere's Lemons. Laments. Laments. Okay. Um, Where I had to delete... Several photographs and two other apps to download Letterboxd onto my phone (laughs) is what I had to do so that I Uh. could genuinely, at 29 years old, sit here and read you reviews of the 2000 film Chicken Run. (laughs) Why Chicken Run? Because my love, light of my life, I need you to buckle up. 
So anyway, are you ready to talk about Nick Park and Peter Lord's Chicken Run? Yes. Yes or no? A film I've never seen. What? No. Good God. (laughs) I wish I'd known that days ago. Yeah. Bits Bits and pieces, baby. Just like my favorite kinds of cereal. Okay. Well, then Chicken Run is it's. It's an Armand Animations film, Wallace and Gromit, you know, Nick yeah, Park yeah, does know. Wallace and Gromit and all that jazz. I know the type. My mama told me to avoid them. Did, I mean, she might. Did she really? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to, I'll read you the blurb on Letterboxd so that you have a context and anybody who hasn't seen the film has a context and then you sh- should watch it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch this. This is the run. only time. Die. Okay. I'm going to caveat this with it has Mel Gibson in it and I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But it. You should watch it. I don't want to. <laughs> this ain't no chick flick. It's poultry in motion. Having been hopelessly repressed and facing eventual certain death at the British chicken farm, Ginger the chicken, along with the help of Rocky the American rooster, decide to rebel and lead their fellow chickens in a great escape from the murderous farmers, Mr. and Mrs. Tweedy, and their farm of doom. Their farm of doom? Their farm of doom. I like that it sort of acts like this particular farm kills chickens real bad. The other ones are like fun utopias. I mean, but this particular one does kill chickens real bad. Mrs. Tweedy is like especially a villain. Oh, okay. This film has been called a Holocaust allegory. Oh, okay. I was unaware. Um, For context, for you, it's also about... Uh, talking chickens, which now that I know that you haven't seen, I do. Do you know what the chickens look like? Yeah, they look like Wallace and Gromit. Okay, but it's going to be important later what the chickens look like. So anyway, Max, <laughs> Max has a half a star to give this film. Half a star for Chicken Run. Damn. Half a star for Chicken Run. If you want to scare the fuck out of your children, this movie is great. <laughs> The animation is obviously good, but it's such a shame that all the effort behind all the effort the guys behind this went to this terrific abomination of story. I haven't watched this movie in a decade, but I still remember the creepy fucked up scenes. <laughs> um So it's like ants. We're doing ants again. Little bit, but this one did legitimately give young Jess nightmares. Interesting. I've never heard that about Chicken Run. Well I just know I, it as like a fun claymation flick where some chickens escape a farm. I had a, prior to seeing this film, here, okay, well, here, we're just going to go to Psychology Quarter with Jess for a second, I guess. Prior to seeing this film, I had a recurring nightmare about factories and being caught up in a factory that it went faster and faster and faster and faster Mm. until it spun wildly out of control. And then I saw the movie Chicken Run. (laughs) And for everyone who's seen the movie Chicken Run, that's going to unsettle you. (laughs) Much like Phil Z in their half-star review, this bitch gave me nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) However, I do think Ava takes it a little too far. In their one-star review, Wallace and Gromit-ass movies have no rights. A review for a film. (laughs) Wallace and Gromit-ass movies have no rights. Wallace and Gromit-ass movies have no rights. Okay. Which is a review for a film. Very yeah. helpful. Okay. Is that it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the end of that review. That's the end yes. of that review. Okay. Yes, but it is, I am not done talking. Of course. Well, no, I assume I would I would hope not. Jesus, people came for content, but I just a little confused about the whole Bill of Rights situation there. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. And I think maybe deep down Vito would kind of agree with Ava in Vito's 
star and a half review for the 2000 film Chicken Run. Uh-huh. Made by Armand anim- Animation, Wallace and Gromit, Nick mm. Park people. Mm. Produced by Jeffrey Katzenberg, this vegan propaganda film compares a chicken farm to the Holocaust. The main villain of the film is a capitalist who wants to make chicken pies. The film also promotes elements of feminism and anti-Americanism. On the other hand, the main villain of the f- of the movie is also a feminist as well, as she calls her husband's ancestors, quote, poor, worthless, nothing. This sounds like, it sounds like a movie I should actually watch. You're right. Turns out. Here, I thought it was just boring claymation that I couldn't possibly sit through because I have the attention span of a child. But this movie sounds like it's got my number. It does. And it sounds like you've been avoiding it for the same reason that Saram has in their two-star review, <laughs> strong main character, but fuck chickens. <laughs> I wonder, I just wonder what that person would say if they went to an, act- an actual like Tyson chicken farm, if they would call that vegan propaganda. Probably. You know, like, does reality have a propaganda bias? Does reality, like, I just think that's horseshit. Does reality have a prop? See, what I like about you is that I bring things that say, this bitch gave me nightmares, and mm. you say things like, does reality have a propaganda bias? That that all, that all being said, mm. I do think there are a few problems in the film that Lindsay did note in Lindsay's three-star review. I was really hoping that the chickens wouldn't kiss, and then they did. Oh. Um, probably the most valid review. I would knock two stars <laughs> off a movie. I didn't need to see the chickens kiss. Oh, man. Um, and there is... A, <laughs> there is... A, there well, is... Wasn't there some show we watched recently... Where we? Oh, yeah. Was it Charmed? There was some show we were watching recently where I continuously kept hoping that one of the main characters would die, and it kept not happening. Yeah, not. It was probably Charmed. It was probably Charmed. Yeah. It's it's the worst when a movie that you're a movie or a show that you're hate watching threatens to kill a character you don't like. That's yeah. like a that's like supposed to be sympathetic, and you like really hope that character's gonna finally bite the big one, and they don't. And then you yeah. feel like then you feel like the movie's just dragging you, really just teasing you along. Really just teasing you along. Wasting your time. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna end on I'm gonna end on this note because I feel like it sums it up um really nicely. Sean says, four stars. The Communist Manifesto, Dolly Parton's nine to five, this film. That's the essential reading for the revolution, and primarily the second two. <laughs> A complex film. The second two? Uh, Nine to Five and Chicken Run. Oh, Those okay. are the top two oh, okay. movies of the revolution. Um, I haven't seen Nine to Five either. I just, sometimes. <laughs> if I had to pick one, which one do you think I should watch? Both. Both? If yeah. I had to pick one. That was, you, you can't just, you can't just yeah, okay, subvert the I, core I, concept of my if question. You have, if, I, if you have to go with one, I would pick Dolly Parton and Lily Tomlin all the way. But Okay. I can do that. You ready for my section? <laughs> yes. All right. Folks, if you've never been on all recipes, it's a hateful, horrible wasteland of hell. You were taking a sip there, weren't you? And now it's time to talk about recipes for men. He-Man's recipes, no girls allowed. Come on up. Meat, 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 and bacon and cheese. We starting with a recipe for... On Super Bowl Sunday of all days, man loaf. Man loaf. Man loaf. Man loaf. You chop them all up and you put them in the oven. It's Meatloaf's porn name. <laughs>
I hate that. Man- Take that out of my brain. Man loaf calls for I know, right? Hoppatootie, fuck me fast. No, stop. I really love eating ass. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Manloaf calls for one pound of bacon, two eggs, uh, two pounds of ground beef, and three cups of shredded cheddar cheese, and two cups of shredded Swiss cheese for one loaf. And a bunch of other stuff, obviously, but I just want to clarify. One pound of bacon to two pounds of ground beef. So it's a one to two ratio on on the on your on your animals. Wow! With five total cups of cheese. Wow! How many mans are going to eat it? In most cases, I imagine probably one or two tops. No, no. We got some reviews, and we're going to blast through them fast because man, the second act is weird. <laughs> uh, we got a review from Kimmy from Manloaf, five stars from two thousand and ten. I was dieting when I cooked this for my husband, but he loves it. He went on and on for days. In his opinion, it is the perfect meal. And the best dinner I ever cooked. I, oh. Thanks for the recipe. I made it with extra lean ground beef, and I wouldn't recommend it because it was very hard to form the loaf. I, (laughs) I was recently watching Say Yes to the Dress, and you know what bothers me about that show? I mean, beyond beyond the obvious vapid consumerism. Yeah, I mean, like beyond the obvious list of 148 things that could bother you about that show. Yeah. Yes, yes, all of the reasons that it's bad. Yes, but the thing that bothers me about that show is that the every single one of those women roll up in Kleinfeld's looking like a million fucking bucks. Yeah. Not a single one of them doesn't look flawless, and then they roll tape of like, oh, let us know about your fiance and. Every single fucking time he looks like a vegetable. Like, there's not been a single moment where she doesn't look like a million fucking bucks and he looks like a vegetable in a bowler shirt every time. And it it pisses me off. And this review also upsets me in a similar way. This is my husband, Chad. He he likes it when I stick a string up his ass and play with him like a yo-yo. It, maybe that's rude. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I. <laughs> it's so upsetting every time. The standards. The standards are upsetting. <laughs> Five stars from mm, Drop 808. It's from 2010. Wow. Definitely not the norm when you think of meatloaf. As soon as I mentioned manloaf to my husband and the bacon and cheeses it had in the recipe, he was all for it. I was a little skeptical at first, but I have to admit it was absolutely delicious. The whole family loved it, and I will definitely be making this again in the near future. <laughs> and I can't stress enough there's like there's nothing to be skeptical about. It's a meat it's a standard meatloaf recipe with way with like a shitload more of the top of the food pyramid in it. And that's yeah, it. And that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. That's it. Nummy num nums. It turns out when you take any recipe and you shove the top of the food pyramid down its throat as much as possible, it's going to be better. Yes. Yes. Tasting. Yes. Two stars from Coupon Nut 2. God, I love this fucking. Solid start. I love this fucking website. Two stars from Coupon Nut 2. Made this exactly according to instructions, but my guests did not care for it. Said it was too greasy for them. What? My hu- my husband said not to make it again for him, but it would taste good chopped up and put into spaghetti sauce. Do you want to hear my impression <laughs> of Owen Wilson making someone a bad loaf and being told it was too greasy? Yeah. Wow. 
I just love if your if your partner comes up to you after you produce the most expensive, fattiest, horrible meatloaf imaginable, to the point that it probably, I assume, has arms and legs. <laughs> And says, you know what? Don't make that again, but maybe do make it again and then chop it up and put it in spaghetti sauce and we'll eat it that way. I think that that's how the partner ends up in spaghetti sauce. (laughs) Yeah. I believe. That's how your partner ends up marinara. (laughs) That's my favorite soap. Whoops, marinara. (laughs) Four stars from Andrea911. I brought this one because I know how much you love Swiss cheese. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I love that except the shredded Swiss on top, because you don't add it in. You, the, the cheddar goes in, the Swiss goes on top, like, Wait, a, like a weird, stinky blanket. Five cups of it? Two cups of Swiss. Uh, still a lot. Still a lot. Still a lot. You really have to like Swiss, and I only used two and a half cups. It was too much Swiss, and it became very hard, like a crust. Oi! <laughs> Oi! No! I... Uh-uh. <laughs> And that's the best part. Oh, that's gosh. your that's your chewy brown bits right there. <laughs> and we have a real quick fast moving episode today. We have a real quick uh, magnanimous moment before we move to one more recipe. Okay. One more man man pee. <laughs> five stars from Angela one five six. This artery clogger is worth the time and effort and adverse effects on your health. A far departure from the drab traditional meatloaf, the man loaf has everything a man or my teenage daughter would love in a meal. With none of the fussy extras. You know what? <laughs> you know, we got to break down the binary, however just, we can. I, and yeah. yeah. So real magnanimous moment, making sure that we under, we all understand that turns out Clarissa fucking loves bacon. Fucking loves bacon and cheese. <laughs> We got re- reviews for Man Dip. No. This is called Man Dip because I make it every time we get together with another family that has three sons, plus my brother and the two fathers. Us women never get a bite. The men love it. Why don't you get to eat it? <laughs> Which is fucked. Wait, no, that was a really fucked up description. You should get to eat some. This recipe is by J GL Hood. Um, it consists of two packages of cream cheese, two cans of chili, and one package of shredded cheddar cheese. Okay, it is a cheese dip. And yes. You, you sort of, you, you warm it all up until it looks like cement. We have a review. Sounds like the kind of thing they would make a kid crawl through on Double Dare. <laughs> right, yeah. Get the flag! Get, Get the, the flag! flag! Get the flag! Don't, don't forget the flag! Go in the man dip! Roll in it! Sit in it! <laughs> Rub it on you! Now get in these packing peanuts. <laughs> Run through the peanuts. Okay. Five stars from Tasha. GL Hood, you you and R are in the same boat. I go through the same thing. My husband and his three brothers get together. I end up making two 9 by 13 pans. I only get to clean the pans. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. It's and fucked up. You know what? I'm going to sit in this family... The little red hen story. <laughs> and let brother or a husband and three brothers know, I guess you better start making your own man dip if you want to eat man dip. <laughs> well, speaking of, let's cut to this one. Uh, five stars from M. Rivers in 2011. Delicious. My husband had to run to the grocery store for more chips and plans on making a second run for more man dip ingredients later this week. I think this is a new staple in our house. 
Okay, I'm behind it because that sounds like an individual that makes their own man dip. It well, sounds like a mutual... Everybody's taking part of the the work there to make sure that you eat, I guess, man dip every night of the week. Yeah. As dinner. Mr. Rabbit brings the wheat. <laughs> Mr. Cow... Mr. Cow brings some milk, you know. Our friend the worm brings the yeast. Five stars from Melissa. Melissa's an all-recipes all-star. It's from 2011. Hubby said this was totally a man dip. He went to town on a huge, huge bowl and filled his belly to the brim. <laughs> what? You're describing a human being. Who filled his belly to the brim with like, cream cheese, chili, and shredded cheddar. It's, that is how you should talk about a six-month-old, <laughs> not your spouse. Yeah. Open Ooh. up, here comes the plane. Fill your belly to the brim. The ease of this recipe was very nice and totally should have made half the recipe because it really made a lot. <laughs> but, but it didn't stop my horrible cock-hungry husband. <laughs> the steps, however, can be easily altered to mix to just mix all three ingredients together and microwave it until cheese is melted and heated all the way through thoroughly. We didn't need that. One more review. I, okay. One more review to bring us home for man dip. For man dip, which is basically just salsa con queso. I mean, there's no tomatoes. What is the other thing in it? It's just, it's two kinds of cheese and chili. Oh, chili. It's cream cheese, cheddar cheese, and chili. Chili, chili, that's it. From a can. From a can. Yeah. Hormel for life, baby. Uh, I I get all of my hormones from Hormel. (laughs) Five stars. By Sunny. This is another magnanimous moment. We'll end on this one. Such a huge hit at a baby shower. These were all ladies, and they couldn't get enough. I would call this the unisex dip. Ooh, that is a catchy name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish there was... I, is you know it? I, is you it, know I wish, is you know it a I catchy mean? name for dip? Because I think, I think the problem with calling it unisex dip or man dip or anything else is that it could be any dip. I, You know what? I wish that there was a word that just meant like a sauce that you put food into and then take it out and then put it in your mouth. But there isn't. It's just, you know, there's man dip. There's woman dip. There's penis dip. (laughs) There's, you know, there's a unisex dip. But there's no word that just means like that sauce that I put my chip in and then I put it in my mouth. And that's that's tough. Yeah. But, you know, language is hard. Yeah. So I guess unisex dip is just where we're at now. Couldn't call it cheesy chili dip. Couldn't do that. That'd be... <laughs> what did I even just... Were those even syllables? If your life is a fucking mess, send us a mail on the pony distress. The pony distress. It's time for a mail segment. Is it time for the mail segment? Ooh. Oh my, what is this character you've brought? Ooh, I'm very excited. Hi, I'm Dr. Nothing Butts. I have a few things. I like nothing but. I'm, I'm, listen, listen, I'm here to say hello to Ellie and thank you for emailing. Yeah, thank you. I'm not going to say what you emailed us because I want it to be a secret because I want to bring it. 
Yeah. So I'm excited. Get excited. Yeah, but thank you for reaching out and filling our mailbags and saying very nice things. It always means a lot to us. Um, it does. Um, but we also got sent some funny reviews. Yeah. You want to read one? Yes, I would love to read one. So the one from listener st- Stabby's for a coffin. Um, a coffin on Amazon for $771. Uh, Taylor says five stars, no complaints from grandpa. Huh? That's the kind of reaction from somebody uh, who never pop, had a pop, grandpa. Pop, pop. Say it again. Taylor says five stars, no complaints from grandpa. For what? Sorry. No complaints from grandpa. For what? The coffin. Oh, the coffin thing. Right. <laughs> no complaints from grandpa. Okay. We do, no. <laughs> Also thank you, Stabby. Thank you, Stabby. I would also like to thank listener Rowan for slipping into our DMs. Uh, Rowan sent us a really good suggestion that I'm very excited for and won't talk about. But also, uh, we got a review for a an, an classic all-day breakfast. Uh, you know, you got your bangers and your beans in this one. Some kind of recipe. We got a one-star review by Bradley for that, is that recipe. Is it like a frozen like breakfast? What it? No fucking idea. Is it like a boxed breakfast or like what? No idea. But this review is FIFO verified. So there you go. One star from Bradley. Tastes simply horrible. If I was starving and had to pick between eating this and eating my own arms, then I'd be no good doing the wave. <laughs> okay, seems hard to mess up, but I feel you. <laughs> Maybe it is frozen. Then yeah, I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks to listener Cats and Boo for reaching out as usual and to everyone else who's been awesome and fun and exciting and cool. So let's get to it uh, about a week later. About a week later. Because we we did record the second half of this episode and didn't like it. Didn't like it. And so like we've done many times in the past, we're doing it again Mm -hmm. a a full week later. It's Valentine's Day. In fact, today. In fact, it's Valentine's Day today, which is going to be great because... Mm -hmm. This is this is now my Valentine's special. Uh-huh. The second half of this episode. Mine too, actually, kinda, now that I think about it. So just now realizing. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna be a few days late, but listen to the second half of this episode with your honey. Um <laughs> because because since I tried something. Or your bunny if you're an animal lover. Or your bunny if you're an animal lover. Speaking of animal lovers, nah. um, uh, initially I was going to bring two separate movies for this, my first movie review segment. Mm. But then uh, I really thought about it and we had a talk and I wanted to really drill down into what makes Chicken Run such a memorable film for everyone yeah. who's seen it. So not you, but the rest of us. The rest of society, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the lum- Luminaire's Lament. Lumiere's Lament. Lumiere's Lament. Lumiere's Lament. We should say it like that. It should be like, here, can you pass me that blue noisemaker? Lumiere's Lament. Should I do it again? Can I do it again? Yeah. The Lumiere's Lament. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> Woo! okay, and we're going to start with a five-star review from, for Chicken Run from 2000. Feeling hot and sexy already. From reviewer P. Those wide, juicy, dummy, thick chicken hips. Ooga booga! <laughs> and a fun thing I found out about the Letterbox app is that you can make comments on other people's reviews. So, user oh, fuck. Homo Octopus commented on that review. I'm sorry, who? Homo octopus. Oh, good. 
Did you see Babs and Bunty? Man, those hips are killing me. I want to be a chicken. <laughs> um, Instead of an octopus. And I'm currently an octopus, but I, if, if it would get me with those chickens. Oh, yeah. Octopus ladies are so fucking annoying, though. I just want to get I want to f- get in the field literally. Literally. Um <laughs> I bet they would be though with all those feelers. If you're a homo octopus and you're d- dating other ladies, octopus ladies and they got all those fingers. I that would be good. Be, oh, I guess it would be good, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a downside. I'm trying, but there's like there's not, not one. really a downside. Nah. Yeah, I that's a total downgrade to move to the the chickens. Yeah. Can't, um, can't even fly. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> but boy, can those chickens run. <laughs> in Essentials has a three and a half star review for Chicken Run. This has everything you want in a kid's movie. Relentless focus on the grim, in, in, <laughs> relentless focus on the grim inevitability of death, Holocaust imagery, and the sexualized portrayal of chickens. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't seen it. For all I know, it is like full scale, like... Uh, uh, oh, Lo- was it Lola from uh, Space Jam? Was that her name? Yeah, Lola Bunny. For all I know, it's like a full-on Lola Bunny situation. They so might like- as well be Lola Bunny, honestly. So, but like you've seen it, how is it? Is it supposed? To, it, I assume it's not supposed to be sexualized, or no, no. Okay. It's just the way that Ardman does like their animation style. So, like the butt and thighs on these chickens right. are, I mean, juicy. Right. Okay. Like. Which any normal human being would look at and think, well, at dinner. Well, any normal human might look at it and think, what's Monsanto doing to you? But <laughs> Fair, yeah. But also, <laughs> wish I was a chicken. What's what's PETA's take on this movie? I I don't know. This is, it's... I'm going to look it up. heralded as like a vegan icon, this whole movie. Oh, There's yeah, so many right. reviews that are like, this made me a vegan. Oak just got nothing on this. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Which I don't know if that's fair, but... Uh, Walter White has a th- another three and a half star review for Chicken Run 2000. PETA has it listed as one of the top animal rights movies to show in your classroom. It, so there you go. Yeah. Despite the fact that there are several sexual jokes in it, um, <laughs> it is a G rated film. Three and a half stars. These are some fucking thick chickens. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. And then Walter White goes on to like get into what's good and bad about the film in a really methodical way. Um, but then does follow it up with don't really have much else to say here. It's a really enjoyable film, but I have to ask one question. Why do the chickens have the body of Nicki Minaj? Um, which is like a good, I mean, Babs could do the Anaconda video. No problem. I feel like I need a visual reference. So you, you keep going. I'm going to Google chicken run booty. Okay, um, but you know what? It's actually not just the chickens. The chickens are great, but they're not the only sexy thing in the film. Dirk H, four stars, gripping prison drama about a cock looking for release is how we're going to frame the next few reviews. <laughs> Lauren for Chicken Run, 2000, four stars. Why am I so attracted to a fucking rooster? Fede. Five stars for Chicken Run 2000. If you're not having wet dreams about Fowler the Rooster, are you even alive? (laughs) So, okay. As someone who's seen the film, what do you think about that? I was never attracted to Fowler the Rooster. Right. But I potentially have a tendency to be attracted to chickens. Instead, Um, 
Fowler. Okay, of Fowler roosters. Rooster. So okay. let me see here. It's not that I find roosters unattractive. Oh, Fowler's the old one. Fowler's the old one. <laughs> Fowler's the old one. Yeah. I <laughs> I do I see I see what they mean now. They have these very voluptuous thighs. Yeah, like big thighs. Yeah. Yummy uh, thighs. Yeah, Fowler's the granddad, um, or who whoever. But I thought this was interesting when I searched "chicken run booty" on Google Images. Yeah. Two of the two of the top four results are recipes for beer can chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like a stretch, Google, but I it really thinks that's what I want. It. I mean, maybe it is. Um. But it wasn't just the roosters and the chickens. The humans that that Arnon animated for this film, I mean, also really go ahead and go ahead and Google yourself a picture of Mrs. Tweety for my next two reviews. And I want to see if you agree with Emma. Three stars for Chicken Run 2000. Mrs. Tweety kind of milfy. Why lie? <laughs> and my only problem with that review is I don't think Mrs. Tweety is a mother. All right. Chicken Run milf. Let's see what I get. No. Well, could have been worse. Uh, Sindhu, Chicken Run, 2003 stars. For legal reasons, this is most definitely not a thirst watch for Mrs. Tweety. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Tweety. Yeah. Okay. Mrs. Tweety's pies. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I the the uh there's she like kinda a milfy? Well, there's like a whole BDSM thing going on with the whip thing. Oh yeah, and her—I like mean, Mr. Thing? Tweety is a sub. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm scrolling down and seeing some Mr. Tweety. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Keegs has our last review because turns out it's not just the chickens, it's not just the roosters, and it's not just the Tweeties that people are thirsty for. Oh, it's who else? It's the set. Chicken oh. Run, two thousand five stars. Remember all the parts of this film that gave me an awkward boner when I was little. Distinctly, I remember the scene where they shove a carrot in the gravy shooter and it gets so swollen and vibrates and is leaking gravy and then explodes. Yeah. On another note, everybody enjoy the Sabbath. So as someone who's seen the movie, what did that scene do for you? That scene was one of the many scenes that like scared me as oh, a kid okay. because they're trying to escape certain death in this like yeah. factory machine. And I was afraid of factory machines when I was a child. Okay. So. Okay. So not a sexual experience. It was not, you. not for me, not a sexual experience. However, like I have seen the scene since then and I can recognize the sexual overtones <laughs> as a, as an adult person. I can, <laughs> I can look right at them. I mean, even just hearing the the verbal description, damn, damn, really gets the motor purring. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, um, brilliant. Okay, well, <laughs> that was roughly ten minutes of chicken run material. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, interesting. Exactly what I said I was going to bring. Interesting, and yeah, I have no. I just don't know what to do with any of it. I just can't wait till we get you to watch Chicken Run. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely. I really want to watch Sounds it. Sounds incredibly tedious, and I'm uh, already I'm already a vegetarian. No, thank I'm you. I'm gonna rewatch it. I'm g- I really want to rewatch Chicken Run really bad. All right, f- fucking. Uh, I guess it's a I guess it's a private time activity for me. Yeah, I'll read a magazine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a magazine and read it. I don't even care what it is. <laughs> about cars for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> It'll get to a really intense scene where a carrot's vibrating and exploding cum everywhere, and yeah. I'll, I'll just look up at you and be like, oh, look, oil pans. Look at these oil pans, what babe. What are you bringing? What are we talking about? I forgot. So it was all recipes gender binary. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's perfect for Valentine's Day. Exactly. All recipes, a place that celebrates the gender binary. And so originally... What I'd brought to the second half I, was uh, the sloppy Joe hole that I found. I fell down because I read about I read about five hundred reviews for different sloppy Joe recipes on all recipes. I spent a lot of time on it, yeah. <laughs> um, and in the end, it just wasn't very funny. And it turns out that all recipes is a fucking terrible goddamn place, and I'm done with it. Just like BBC Good Food, except this relationship took took a lot longer to figure out was not good for me. So it's I'm all, been almost three years. What we're gonna do here at the end of this episode right now? to really bring us home on an episode that's been very trying for us is we're going to put all recipes in the ground. I'm but never, I'm never going to it again. It's done. Okay. I have, I can safely say that I have tried everything I can think that might be funny and it lets me down all the time. I'll find some recipe that's kooky as hell. And I'm like, Oh, that's going to be fun to bring to the show. And then the rest, the reviews are like not funny. And but then like at that point I'm like stuck in an all recipes groove and I have to bring it and I don't and it just I'm done with it. Okay, okay, we'll bury it at the end of this episode. But we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it like an Irish wake. We're gonna have fun. Okay. I brought all the noisemakers. You'll see all the yeah, got the tambourine, yeah. got that thing. There's a train whistle, a squeaky toy. Bring that past the squeaky toy to me. Actually, that one's fucking mine. You're not touching that fucking. Can thing. I have the slide fucking, whistle? Uh, fucking throw it to me a little better. God damn it. Can, can no can do no can do. Slide there, whistles for you. Uh, we got jingle bells, kazoo, um, whatever that other shaker thing is that's beat all to hell. We got all kinds of stuff, and so we're gonna read these reviews for this final. Uh, extremely gendered recipe, and then we're gonna bury men. We're gonna bury all recipes. We're yeah. For a second there, you said men, and I was not yeah, opposed because I brought my phone up. And <laughs> we're gonna bury men. We're, we're done with them after this episode. We're looking at reviews for a recipe called, and I can't stress enough. This is a recipe called "Men Love This Steak." No. <laughs> Which fails the <laughs> which fails the very first test that you should apply to any recipe you write, which is if I say the name of this recipe to a family or a uh, loved one, will I sound like an idiot? <laughs> oh, what you? Oh, it smells good. What you cooking there, babe? Yeah, I'm cooking. Um, I'm cooking. Men love this steak. Oh, it's a complete sentence, huh? Yeah, it's a complete sentence this time. You're welcome. Mwah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll. Uh, Guess I'm going to eat some men love this steak tonight. Ooh, sounds good. Ooh. <laughs> like, God I, damn it. How do you take men love this steak? Medium? A little pink in the middle? <laughs> Unspecified. Unspecified? Okay. Pre- preferably on a barbecue grill, but it also says that you can broil it if you need to. If you, ha- if you must. If needs must. <laughs> men love this steak by Cl- Clavier. If you are looking for a special steak for your sweetie, look no further. This takes less than 30 minutes from start to finish. Less if you choose to broil instead of barbecue. <laughs> Flavorful and easy, this steak is tough to beat. I serve this with brown and serve sou- sourdough bread or rolls. If you're really hungry, crumble some additional bacon and add a baked potato. Add candles in a bottle of full-bodied red wine, uh, like a Cabernet from the Alexander Valley, for a romantic evening. This is a steak for men. What I'm, what I'm, uh, okay. 
And it's just, it's a steak with stuff on it. It's a steak with blue cheese and bacon and like some vegetable okay. and like a vegetable gravy. Okay. It's steak with stuff on so it. So the recipe is how to make the vegetable gravy. Yeah. It's a recipe for a steak topping and then you okay. make a steak. And then you make a steak. Because yeah. steak recipes are always like a little funny to me. I'm like, yeah, you need a recipe for that steak? Yeah. You're going to cook it? It's is just, that it? It's a topping. Okay. It's a little bit of topping. A little steak streusel. Yeah, exactly. It honestly couldn't matter less. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars from all recipes users. Sufficient grace. No. And I just want to read this review in the context of us having just done A Handmaid's Tale. And just to give us a flavor of all recipes. Because we're, send- we're sending it to bed forever. And I want to I really do it upright. I have a terrible habit of ruining steak. So I was nervous about using this recipe. My husband was coming home from a long business trip, and I wanted to bless him, so I tried this one. Wow! It was the best meal I've made in a long time. We all loved it. I used feta instead of blue, since none of us like blue, and the feta really topped this off. I agree with the writer. Men love this steak. But do they... Yeah! No? No noises from you, just me? And what I just... Is there something about, like, why do men love it? Like, is there something about, a, a, like, being a man that that makes you love this steak more? Because, like, there's not, like, a lot of commonalities between all men, you know? Like, not all men produce testosterone, so that can't be it. Like, not all men have pee-pees, so it can't be, like, a pee-pee thing. Like, I just don't, why? Why do all men love this steak? All recipes had a good life, man. <laughs> Never forget. All aboard the gender binary. <laughs> Another round, barkeep. <laughs> Flogging Molly starts playing five stars from Rachel. Five stars. I made this for my boyfriend last night, and all I heard him say was "yumma Thanks for a great recipe. What are you? I wait. No, wait. Stop the music. I think somebody needs to tell them that they're dating a Kiyosaki. Like I don't. What is that? Or is that is that the pocket rocket? Kiyosaki. Is that a motorcycle? Oh yeah, or name any other motorcycle. Yeah, sure. Is I think that's a. I couldn't think of any other motorcycles. Kawasaki. Kawasaki, that's it. They make motorcycles and keyboards, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a Kawasaki right there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Ride that pocket rocket right on out of here. Is it Kawasaki? No, Kawasaki doesn't make... I'm thinking of Yamaha. Yamaha makes keyboards. Yeah, and did, whatever. Did, does Kawasaki make motorcycles? <laughs> have I just pulled that right out of my ass? What am I thinking they of? They can make squirt guns for all the fuck oh, I know. Fuck Five me. stars. From Katie Kelly, 78. They do make, Kawasaki makes motorcycles. It's okay to worry about it. Oh, good. I made this tonight, but I doubled everything. Everyone thought I was a rock star chef, especially my husband, who never gives me praise unless it is deserved. What? What did you just say? What? I'm, wait, I'm sorry? There's more to the review, but I figured I'd let that simmer. I... Excuse me? A little bit of a little bit of a sizzle. And it's deserved all the time because th- that person is your partner and <laughs> believes in you and thinks you do good things and isn't like a like a cruel Edwardian father that is 
shuts you out of his life unless you deserve love and affection, uh. I assume. No, the thing is, she has a she has a smoke allergy, but it's only in her asshole. <laughs> All recipes going in the dirt. Make some noise with me. Oh, okay. It's awake, baby. It's awake. It's awake, but I. Oh, so many good times we had with all recipes, huh? I mean, like, maybe that's not the... I don't... No, that is kind of a dick thing to say, Oh, it's right? a dick that's thing to totally do. totally yeah, a no, dick thing totally to say. totally fucking weird. Your, your husband should praise you uh, just for fucking existing. Like, fuck. You, you recently turned your uh, desk into a standing desk using a stool and a shitload of board game boxes. And yeah. I, I praised the fuck out yeah, of it. Yeah, I felt really nice. I, I honestly thought I was I was bewedded to MacGyver for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was pretty thrilled with it. I was worried that you were going to stick some dynamite up a turkey's ass, but, you know. Uh, only on Tuesdays. <laughs> so. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> Four stars from not my mother. <laughs> not my mother's steak. Not my mother's all men love steak. Hubby thought it was great. Just needed to adjust the cooking time as he prefers it. Well done. Is your hubby even really a man then? <laughs> hey, if your hubby's steak is he bleeding, is he even got a penis? <laughs> and I only brought that review because that to me is a sort as a vegetarian even. Uh it's sort of a crime. Cause if you're gonna ki- if you're gonna eat cows, if which, you're going to kill do, and eat cow. Which do untold amounts of damage to our environment. If you're going to kill and eat cow, at least make it good. <laughs> don't fucking kill. Don't fucking ruin that steak. Aww. Woo! <laughs> I like that this is, this is an, an Irish wake where the Muppets were invited. <laughs> like... <laughs> Fozzie Bear holds awake for all recipes. (laughs) Down with the gender binary. (laughs) Um. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's just how I feel. Sorry if you're a steak lover and you like it well done. It's your call, I guess. It's your call. One star. One star from Kilty. It's my last one. Okay. No, it's my next to last one. First, I will never buy a steak from Walmart again. <laughs> <laughs> so who's this review for, Kilty? Tough, stringy, and inedible. No need to ruin a great steak with this marinade and veggies. Plain broiled from the oven with baked potatoes and string beans, almond bean. Chocolate and pistachio pie with fresh whipped cream make a great dinner. Wait, what? Wait, okay, so is this... So, wait, what? So... (laughs) Um, okay, so this was a review from the steak they got from Walmart, the topping of this recipe, and then just a little own recipe that they did on their own? This is a review that says, quote, There is no need to ruin a great steak with this marinade and veggies. But... That sentence comes, I noticed, that actually, that sentence comes right after, I will never buy a steak from Walmart again, stringy, chewy, and inedible. And then, so, like, what I guess I'm, you know, like, I never taught English 101 or whatever, but, like, I think that those two thoughts, they're missing a transition sentence, maybe. 
Oh, God. I don't enjoy a lot of steak, but when I do, it's from the Target. <laughs> and you better believe I have it plain, no salt, no pepper, baked potatoes, string beans, almond bean. I actually, I pull it right out of the Target freezer and I munch on it right there. I'm banned from 14 Targets in this state. <laughs> and I share it with my husband, who is my dog. <laughs> we do a little lady in the tramp with it. I got one more. And then we're going to be coming in at a great time. Yeah, really not bad. Four stars from Amy. Fuck, I've got two more. I lied. Uh, four this stars from Amy T14. It just goes on and on, my friends. <laughs> four stars. My boyfriend definitely enjoyed this steak. I'm only giving it four stars because I am not a big red meat fat. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be missed, brother. Oh, you're going to be missed. All recipes, all recipes. It's where you go to to disagree with the fundamental protein of a dish. <laughs> Not big red meat, red meat fat. Me neither. Five stars. We're ending on a magnanimous moment. Oh, good gracious. Five stars by Carmen. And this is the last one. This is the one that will tamp the dirt down on the horrible, wretched okay. corpse of all recipes. Which one of these instruments can we play taps on? Here's it. Can uh, you play taps on this kazoo? Sure, yeah. Okay. We'll do just a little bit of kazoo. I'm sorry to everyone who hates the kazoo. You can skip ahead when we sorry, get to Sorry, Dad. It. Jonathan's going to play gonna play taps on the kazoo. Five stars. Forget men. I love this steak. Not taps. Is that not taps? That's not. I think that's the commencement. Uh, how one. does taps go? Wait. Uh, that's it. That's taps. That's you did it. Uh, is that was that really it? No, that's the that's the matrimony song. Oh, um, that's here comes the bride. That one. That's it. That's it. I genuinely can no longer. I had it like a minute ago. <laughs> I have no fucking but idea. But now I have no fucking idea how taps go. So sorry, everyone. But um, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the bride, all dressed in white. Uh, that does it, folks. Right? That just wraps it. Wrap, wraps it right on up. Um, happy She's Valentine's gonna cook some steak, but she won't eat a bite. <laughs> She's not really a red meat fat. Um, <laughs> that does it. That puts a nice bow on it. Happy Valentine's Day, folks. A little bit late, but oh, I hope you had a good one. I, I hope, hate that website. Hope that everybody who has been polar vortexed is staying safe and staying warm. I hope your power is staying on. Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you would like to get in touch with us, especially everybody who snowed in, if you're reading funny reviews on the internet and you want to send them to us, we are reachable on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. We would like to thank Brother the Show for uh, our fantastic art. You can uh, reach... Reach him at uh, beastcoastarts at, at gmail.com. 
I'd like to thank X-Ray FM for having us on the network. You can look at more of their amazing content at xraypod.com. We would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Drag Chain. We no, would like to thank you can't get it Steve Chomes Cho- Steve Chomes for uh, uh Bebop or Rebop and um oh fuck what's it? Jazar a Jazar too far. And Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear and it's a good one. Yeah. It kind of goes like Yeah, it's so good. That's it. We're done. Hey, tell a friend. Can you tell a friend? Hey, can you tell hey, can you tell a friend? And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. Fucking hell. Oh men love this stuff. Jesus H Christ. What the fuck all resumes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. I'm so genuinely mad. Uh yeah, could I order um could I order the men love this steak with a with a side of dogs love these hash browns? <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Go, go for it. It really sounded like they were done having sex upstairs, but now it sounds like somebody's having to finish somebody else up real quick. Yeah, maybe. Like it stopped for a long time and then it got really fast, and I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing some kind of new thing. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. We'll put that at the end of the credits. <laughs>